0: We're back at Royal Randwick tomorrow afternoon. The rail's out four metres. Let's see what the track conditions are doing there. Michael Wood joins us. G'day, Michael, mate. Um, They tell me there's a little bit of rain around Sydney town this morning.
1: Yeah, certainly is. Um, We did have some rain forecast, but uh, not to the extent of what we ended up getting. So um, we've had 27 mils here um, overnight. Um, And I was at Canterbury Park this morning and they've had 48 mils as well. So definitely a bit of rain around Sydney.
0: All right, then, mate. What are you expecting tomorrow then? Uh,
1: walking the track this morning, I was, you know, I was quite happy. I actually said to the boys yesterday as we are walking that um, a good dump of rain wouldn't have hurt us because we, we definitely dried the track down um, anticipating the rainfall. So uh, we're a soft six this morning and, and just in the middle of that range. So, um, you know, fingers crossed we don't get any more rain today. It's quite overcast at the moment. But um, tomorrow's forecast is, is 29 and um, a bit more sunshine, uh, the possibility of a shower, but um, I think it was 29 degrees, it's going to be quite humid tomorrow. Wind conditions? Um, it's coming up from the northeast tomorrow, so sort of the opposite of where we were last week, but um, so a little bit more of a headwind. Probably just not as strong. They've just got it around 20k an hour from the northeast.
0: What did you make of the track last week? Um, it seemed to be difficult to be on the fence, and uh, um, out wide was the, the place to be, even though that Bjorn Baker's horse led all of the way. Towards the back end of the meeting, was that due to the wind conditions, or did you think it played a little bit like that?
1: Oh, it, it, certainly that's the way they rode it. I think um, you know, I, I don't know. They, they make their decision. They're the riders. Um, you know, we did have a, a couple of longer-priced horses that were getting up the fence that weren't beaten a long way either. So, yeah, um, yeah look, it might have been a little bit um, out in the middle. Um, we did get that rainfall before the before the meeting, so. Um, but look, I think that rain that we've, we've taken overnight um, really is a good leveller when we, when you get a good downpour like, like we did.
0: Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. We wish you the best of luck tomorrow.
1: Thanks, Gareth. There's
0: Michael there. It's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold go, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. He's become one of our favourite sons here on Giddy Up. Not Dean Watling, David Watling. What did he have to say on SEN Talk? Hi, guys. Love your show. Just want to talk about the race seven petaluma mistakes. thinking it over's chance against Fangirl. I just think thinking it over is a classy horse and um, might get there. What's
2: your call, guys?
0: We'll ask your son. I don't know if he talks to you at night there, Dino, but I love David Watley. He is a superstar and hope we got to get him a petockey ham, even though it's not Christmas. Um, we had a chat yesterday to Kerry Parker. He indicated that despite his, like, his first up record's exceptional, nine starts for four wins and two minor placings. But he's getting older now, and he believes he might need a run under his belt. I and mean, he's an eight-year-old by so. you think he missed basically a year off with a tendon injury. And he came back well last year, or last time, I thought, in the spring. So, and, but he does map well tomorrow. Dino, as I say hello to you, your old man might be on the money here. We think it over. Um, but it's just, it just—it just depends if the old boy's got enough spring in his legs these days to perform like he like he used to first up.
2: Yeah. Good morning, Garth, and good morning, listeners. Maybe Dad needs to hold off the patokey hand. Maybe we will send him—I don't know—a salad gypsy or something like that. But it's a, a bit good harsh. question. It is a bit harsh, but hey. He's been a bit harsh on me, Gareth, but it's a good question. I think the rain has another layer to that. We probably didn't speak about it yesterday in the weekend preview enough, but the rain overnight soft six. We know Sandgirl is a better horse, and a turn foot's probably superior on top of the ground. We're thinking over wet, dry, um, sand, anything. He'll handle it. Um, he's a, a dead set, honest as the day's long. So. I guess they can be hard to get a guide on, but what you can't underrate is the tenacity and the grit of a horse. I think Think It Over's got that attribute. That's why he's been such a good horse over the years. He's come back from a tendon injury. He might be underdone, but he's going to be probably two to three legs in front of Van Gogh on the run. So I just think Van Gogh's too short. I think she's got to get out. Yes, she's the best horse, but I think Think It Over's the map horse. He's going to be in front, handles the conditions, might be a runaway, but he'll be three legs in front of her.
0: Cascadian loves a little bit of giving the ground. I tell you what, if and I was listening to Chris Waller's preview there last night. If if it's a soft five, Buckaroo will start, and he looks like he's a good, good horse according to Chris. And I've heard from the connections that he's well above average. They think he's like a Queen Elizabeth weight for age horse that can be mighty competitive in a race like that. Um, Fourteen hundred meters fresh on a soft track, he could be worth a play if he gets those conditions.
2: He could. I think he should get those conditions. I think the biggest tick for him is gate six. Uh, Tommy will probably land midfield um, on the outside. That could be the key setup. Um, I doubt they'll be close to the fence. If we get a soft track, I think it just evens this track out that little bit more, um, which probably plays into his hands. My conundrum is do I want to back in fresh 1400 metres or do I save my bet for 1600 metres? It's one of those races where I think you back all of them, probably make a case for a lot of them. So oh, I would more than likely have a small spec. Maybe i am thinking it over if I'm going to yep. play in the race, but it's probably a race that I'm going to sit back, watch, and I think we'll learn a lot more about the Autumn Carnival.
0: What are your best bets? I'll tell you the other, um, the other piece of information that I got from Chris Waller and Charlie Duckworth, and I was keen on this mare, um, but now I'm really bullish to Lentia at $2.80 in race number six with Bet365, the world's favourite online betting Brandino.
2: Yeah, she could dead to be a group one star. We saw her first start last preparation. She absolutely towed the rivals up and ran the hands off the clock. And then she had a, little bit, a bit of a, a bumping duel with a stablemate in the second start. And then she was just off the boil for the rest of the preparation. So if you look at her on paper, she runs up to truly what she did first up in the spring. She wins this race. Um, in saying that... Um, is she going to run up to it? I'm not sure. I think her latest trial was good. First trial, no blinkers. Don't worry. Second trial, blinkers on, and she looked a lot sharper. So gate three, um, she handles a lot of that sort of track. I think same been the big danger in this race. I think them two are the ones they're going to fight. Yeah, you can potentially even have a two-bet play. Uh, the odds are there to do that sort of setup. Um, I think the race is going to be... I know it's a small field, but either all Penthouse, Diamond Dealer, and Samana will probably all roll forward. So there should be genuine enough tempo Tempo, sorry, and I think Alentia and Magic probably fight it out, but yeah, she could be a Group one star. I think we've all been waiting for her to sort of put her hand up. Yeah. What
0: else have you got for us, mate?
2: Well, I think race one, and I think Shangela Express should be favourite. I know Switzerland was outstanding on debut uh, against probably uh, an inferior field, but albeit over a thousand metres probably didn't suit him as well. He's by so he'll handle the ground fine, but I just think Shangela Express, we speak at it, and there's probably been a common theme of yourself, Gareth, is those horses with that preparation, those wins, spell and come back. They just have sort of that half a length of length advantage on those horses that are trying to do it in their first preparation. I respect Switzerland. I think he's going to be the better horse long-term, but how can you go against um, Woodhouse and We with a horse that's going to be up on speed, out of trouble in the first race? So I think Shanghai Express, race one, number one, should be favourite, um, and he's a good bet to start the program.
0: Anything else See, I'm taking you on? I think Switzerland will make a, quite the statement there tomorrow afternoon. What else have you got for us?
2: It always scares me, when you say that means you've been talking to the camp. I think race six, number four, same as Eek's, good enough odds to play. Scared of Valentier, you can have an easy 2 at play on those two. I think they'll fight it out. And they've out of the day. I think race 10, number eight, Time Quest. They're running on. I think this horse is a sneaky good chance. Matty Smith, a really good first-up trainer. I'm scared of Thunderlips. Bjorn Baker's absolutely flying. Maybe that horse is just a dead set. Soft tracker, but I think just short enough coming off a, a peak rating on its home tracker, mm-hmm. which I always like the pot moving away from the home track. So they're the best. tricky Carl, I think we'll learn a lot from the weekend. I'm not sure it's a weekend that you're going to be diving head first in there.
0: All right, then stay with us. I want to play you. This is Cooper Irwin's message on SEN Talk, and I think he wants to have a chat about the CSAs at Flemington.
1: Morning, G. I think um, in that CSA stakes, I think Run Harry 1's the one that a lot of people are missing out on. Um, comes back from a strong spring where it won the Group 3 Blue Sapphire towards the end. Um, in that race, it did beat Brave Mead, who went out last start and beat King Colorado. Um, Run Harry Run's coming up here first up after two strong jump outs. I think the market's missed it. I think it's out to 13 bucks. It's a little bit of a good each-way bet.
0: I like what you're thinking there, Cooper, because Run Harry Run, we had Mike Moroni on when he won at Caulfield, defeating Brave Mead, and he, and he had the... He had the brakes that went his way on that particular day because he wanted to be hard up on the fence. The fence was the place to be, Dino, and he was able to get off Brave Mead's back and be too strong. Opie rides. wide gates a little concern for mine over the 1,400 metres, which is an ideal, and he probably, if he goes forward, he'll need a little bit of Opie magic. But um, there's no doubting his quality run, Harry, he run. What, he's at $12.340 and in each way price there with uh, bet 365 your thoughts on his chance there tomorrow in a good race is pl- like there's plenty of hopes i think in that CS hayes there tomorrow yeah
2: there's definitely plenty of hopes i cannot turn you out at all i like the thinking in the sense that uh, i think from the gate you're gonna have to roll forward from the 49 minute start it's tricky but what i would say is we saw last week uh, cabulas and macarena who weren't the top end three-year-olds of the autumn, they come out and beat the top-end three-year-olds. So there's not a great gap between the top and the bottom, which then suggests that Run Harry Run can definitely make the progression um, coming into the second preparation to level up to these. Each way odds, you can go each way all day. That's the best thing about a horse on speed, they're often yeah. not going to be whacking away. So I like that push. I think it's a good race to bet each way. I think the favourite, Gareth, probably uh, the second favourite, Taygo, is really short this month. I think we can get that horse out. And you know I like ten hours in the race too, which is at odds yeah. as well.
0: I think Octago and talking to Michael Kent Jr. And he was superb with us yesterday as um, Ripper Tommy. As said always from always Yeah, with a fill up with his two winners that he tipped is that it's not easy to do what this horse is trying to do. He's even had a trial in between his runs at Flemington and he looked like he was switching off and still green the other day and he was laying in at Flemington, but as Michael Kent Jr. pointed out, they can only go so quick and on the clock, they don't go much quicker. It was, a, it was a sit and sprint that day at Flemington. But whether he's got the craft to go all of the way in a preparation like this and defeat horses like King Colorado and some of the horses that were mentioned that have that race experience under their belt. And then you've got these horses coming from two to three and you just don't know how much they've improved with that break and that race experience under their belt after a juvenile preparation. Um, so it is fascinating. Absolutely run, Harry, run. So someone's agreeing there with Cooper. Gee, man, with all the talk about Imperatory's poor trial, I was sure the stable debunked that saying she doesn't trial well. She says it for race day. Did I miss here that with you all potting her now? Wasn't she the best horse in Oz three weeks ago? Laugh out loud. That's from Steph. Well, Steph, I think that there was concern under the trial. I don't think everyone's potting her. I think that they think that maybe she's too short at the moment. I was just going off when I asked Kirima the question about that trial, and he wouldn't buy into that situation with the excuses that Tiako pointed out with Imperatries, which I found interesting, Dino. That's coming from the master, who knows a lot more than I.
2: I like that. That's why Giddy Up, to mess. you get different angles from different people in the game, and I like that. I think you make a good point. We're not plotting the horse. We talk in price. It's, uh, every horse has a price. Um, I love the horse. I think she's an absolute freak. But can you take one 80 first up off yeah. that trial? It's a no from me. She comes out and spanks him on the weekend. Well done. But we haven't lost anything. I think chiming to that price. But I'm fascinated. I saw that uh, interview with Kieran Ma yesterday. So I don't know if it's a little dig, but I like it. Do you reckon David Eustace would have said that, Gareth? He would have probably sat on the
1: fence. I'd no, Kieran. curious to add...
0: Well, when you're the king Kieran. like Kieran is these days, you can say whatever you bloody want. <laughs> yeah. <he>? No, but <laughs> that's I think that's why Kieran's so great. It was respectful, I thought, but you know, like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. a wonderful horseman. He knows horses better than anyone, and he's got that wonderful eye for them. And I thought that was really interesting what he said. And especially, I don't buy into that heat situation. So there you go. Um, and they would know Imperatories better than Kieran, of course, but Kieran is the, the champion trainer.
2: Um, it is. So, Just adds. A little bit more theatre to the race, yep. doesn't it? Um, and that's and what then we you got need. you got uh, Joe Pride posting on Twitter saying <laughs> "Private Eye's off to Mexico." Down. So oh, I love it. I love it. Builds atmosphere. It's what we want in racing. Yeah, we'll see how good
0: Private Eye is over a thousand meters. And it'd be a lot of fun to see what um, to see what that horse can do tomorrow. Private Eye, he's very good, and I'm, and we might try and get him on the odds couple or something tomorrow, Joe Pride, because I'm. Like think about its preparation will be intriguing if they see if they want to step him out in trip and which way they go um so yeah um there's a lot of lot of questions to be answered this carnival and i can't wait to 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 watch those questions be answered good on your brother thanks for that dino
2: thanks mate and good luck to all the punters this weekend